We at Amazing Stories are thankful for and gracefully accept the donations we receive from our listeners from across the world who count on the unique programming we provide. You too can donate through the link provided in the description section of each episode. Please keep in mind that the continued support from our growing audience helps us fulfill our mission of bringing you a new amazing story every day. Thank you for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy our stories. Guess who? Yep, Ernie again. Still haven't found any legit acting work, so I'm reading these language warnings to pay the bills. Now this next episode of The Cypher contains strong language, and you have been warned. Enjoy the ride. Did you know there's a dead alien buried in Texas? As conspiracy theories go, it's it's kind of sweet. Oh my God. Is that it? I guess so. Want to take a closer look? On April 17, 1897, in the small town of Aurora, Texas, a flying object crash-landed on the outskirts of town. When the locals pried open the doors... Oh, sweet Lord Jesus. Is that... What is it? I don't know. Hello? Hello, do you understand me? The pilot, whatever it was, was dead. What do we do? Well, we either call someone or we do the Christian thing and we bury it. Someone even wrote an obituary for the local paper. You can still find it online. I'm serious. Google it. A stranger to our world came to the end of his journey late last week in Aurora. We hope our neighbour from the stars finds his way to even more distant shores than our own. And to peace in the arms of the Almighty. Sabrina! Sabrina, you are right. Did you see it, the tattoo? I know it must be a shock, but believe me, there is more to it. A shock? Yes, I, I know it must be... It must be hard. I'm just asking, are you okay? Am I okay? Hmm, well, let's see. Two days ago, my life was fine and boring and normal. And then I solved a puzzle. I was kidnapped, thrown in a van, sedated, and now I'm in some strange city in a hotel bathroom with a tattoo on my skull. Oh, and my father was shot. I'm just fine, Ephra. How are you? Hey, hey, come here. Come here. You recap that very well. It's a lot. A lot? Understatement of the year. You're right. I gotta say, though, I like the new haircut. Please. I'm serious. It's very girl with a dragon tattoo. (laughs) Have you ever wondered why there are so many books with the word girl in the title? No. I'm not a big reader. 
Look at me. I'm a mess. I have an idea. Where are we going? Minutes later, we're outside. We're in America. Boston. Are you familiar? No, I've never been to the States. Oh, well, in that case, welcome. Thanks. Boston is a cool city, you'll see. Hang on, we're almost... Uh, right there. The hairdressers? Yep. They're cool. I do look kind of wild with bits of hair hanging off me. After you. Oh, honey. Oh, God. You have the perfect bone structure for this haircut. You think? I know. Trust me. I'm not sure I've ever really had a hairstyle before. I just get a trim every few months. Just look up for me. Amazing what being swept into an international conspiracy will do to a girl. Mom, what do you think? Mom? Sorry. Big sister? Cousin? Aunt? I love it. And you, hon? What do you think? It's growing on me. Good. I gotta ask, though. Your tattoo. Those three words. Kasama, Dabu, whatever you say them. What does it mean? It means my hair better grow back. Fast. Oh, okay. A strong-looking man walks into the salon. He's wearing a suit and dark sunglasses. Clearly another agent. Hello, Efren. You have a moment? Mm. What is it, Ken? bit rude to interrupt a girl's haircut, if you ask me. What, are you sure? Yes. Secret service agents clearly have no appreciation for self-care. Sabrina. Yeah? We have to go. Where? Hello, Sabrina. I'm Ken. Nice to meet you. Sure. Excuse me, miss. How much do we owe you? Okay, Sabrina. We need to get going. Can you tell me what's going on? Guys, I really need some answers. You can't keep dragging me around without telling me anything. Efrat, please, where are we going? To meet the other. The other? Other who? The other person who solved the parallax. Someone else solved it? Apparently. Oh, well, that's, that's great. Someone else solved the parallax. That's bullshit. I can't wait to meet him. Or her. Is it her? Get in the van. It's a her, isn't it? Get in. Rude. Unbelievable. Boston drivers. Efrat sits next to Ken. I'm alone in the back with one thought. It must be Isabella. She solved the parallax too, and, and now we can team up. It must be her. I wish I could call her. No. I wish I could call my dad. Move! You okay back there? Can I have my phone back? No. I'd like to speak to my father. I told you, he's back home in the hospital recovering. But you will speak to him soon. When? Tomorrow. Perhaps later tonight, but first we need to... Hey, Sabrina, what's your background? Background? Education, training. Who taught you cryptography? No one. No mentors? Friends? Collaborators? How did you... Is it Isabella? Who? My friend, Isabella. She... She solved the parallax, right? She's the other. She goes to school with you? No, she lives in Iceland. Iceland? 
Yeah, is it her? Did she, did she solve it? We're here. Come on. As we pile out into the street, I see a car with a strange license plate. One word. Dakal Koroish. What the hell? Are we in Boston or Middle Earth? Sabrina. We're here. Are we eating lunch? Follow me. They walk me through a crowded sushi restaurant. Good. You hungry? No, I am. We'll eat later. We need to move. <laughs> right through here. After you. We walk into a hall. Morning. Ma'am, sir, hello. Jackson. Oh my god, I think this restaurant is like a front for a government agency. It is. It's totally a front for a government agency. Who are these men? They're with us. Part of the Arrow team. <laughs> Sounds fake. That's intentional. If information leaks, people assume we're fictional. It's the same approach Delta Force takes. Interesting. Don't say interesting. It's very dismissive. What? Sorry, I... Don't apologize either. What do you want from me? To follow instructions. Okay. We're here. She's in there. Is that Isabella? Is she in there? Ken? Open the door. Sabrina, go ahead. Say hello to, uh... Isabella! I rush inside the room. Hi. Not Isabella. A boy. A boy who looks familiar. Sabrina, meet Benny. It's you. It's you. Have you been following me? No, what are you talking about? The last time I saw you... Wait, 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 wait. wait. You guys know each other? We don't really know each other. Well, we met once. When? Last week. In a bookshop. He was creepy. I said hello. You didn't. You didn't say hello. You came up from behind me like a weirdo. I and... just wanted to talk to you. I was, I was looking for an opening and... An opening? Really? I'm a person, not a target. Noted. Since the bookshop, have you guys been communicating? No. No, uh, no. Are you sure? You're not collaborating on the parallax? No. Well... What? Hypothetically, you could have hacked my computer. Well, hang on. I'm not accusing you. You, you just I did. I said hypothetically. How could I hack you? You never gave me your name. <laughs> that wouldn't stop a real hacker. Maybe you hacked me. Excuse me. Oh, all right, enough. Let's talk about this. We are talking. I mean, let's sit down together and calmly hash this out. Okay, let's back up Can and... Can you excuse us? You want me to leave? Yes, ma'am. I've said it before, but Efrat is a boss. Okay, guys. Here's the facts. The Parallax has been viewed by roughly four million people. Four million. As of today, 
Only two people in the world have sold it. Both of them are here in this room. Both are 16 years old. And somehow, you met each other just one week ago, randomly in a bookstore in England. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, that, that sums it up. Benny, what were you doing in England? Uh, vacation. From where? New York. Manhattan? Well, yeah, I, I went over this with the, the guy with the glasses. When you say vacation, you mean with your parents? Yeah, they, they, they had a work thing. What kind of work? Excuse me, I have a question. Yes? Who solved the puzzle first, me or Benny? It doesn't matter. Let's talk about your social media. I don't have it. Sabrina? Uh, the usual. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter... How many followers do you have? Uh, in total? I don't know. Why? Benny, have you ever looked at Sabrina's social media? Like I said, I I'm not on social. I don't even have Instagram. Unusual for someone your age, no? My parents don't let me. They're strict? They're religious. If you don't use the internet, how did you learn about the Parallax in the first place? Well, shit, I use the internet. I'm not Amish. I'm just not allowed to have social media. Hmm. Excuse me for a moment. They think we collaborated. You really don't have Instagram. My parents are missionaries. Huh? They run a Dominican church. God is king in our home. I mean, shit, they name me Jesus. But I thought your name was... Benny is a nickname. But, well, how'd you get Benny from Jesus? Indirectly. You see, when I was growing up, all the girls said I looked like Benny from the Sandlot. The what? It, it's a movie. Never heard of it. Before your time, I guess. We're the same age. Yeah, yeah. So what have they told you? Um, not much. The world's in danger. Blah, blah, blah. You're the only one who can help. Mm-hmm. I, I got the same speech. Do you believe them? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Why? Well, why else would they go through all this trouble? But what about the... Shh. Come on. Listen. They solved it independently. I'm convinced. You'd think a secretive government agency would have better soundproofing. The odds that those two kids collaborated leaving no trail, no online footprint, no phone or text records is far more unlikely than two highly intelligent teenagers independently solving the puzzle. Anything else? Yes. Their body language is calm. Composed. Even when you ask them hard questions. See? He was watching us. How? There must be a two-way mirror. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I, well, yeah, I uh... Are you ready? For what? Come on, today. We're back in the car. Ken drives. Efrat up front next to him. I'm in the back with Benny. Hey, uh... I know we got off on the wrong foot. Um... <clears throat> I'm sorry about the bookshop. I just wanted to impress you. It's okay. Did you really memorize that whole book? A Girl's Guide to the Galaxy? I did, yeah. <laughs> A few years ago, back home I got stuck in an elevator. I didn't have my phone with me, but I had that book. How long are you stuck for? whole day. Oh my god. <laughs> That's New York for you. Fire department was busy, I guess. So you sat in a broken lift memorizing a graphic novel? Well, it kept me calm. 
Eventually, when I got out, I, I started carrying the book with me. It became like a security blanket. Uh, are you paying attention? What are you looking at? Hey, is, is that MIT? Correct. M MIT, the university. We're going to MIT. A house nearby. Sit tight. We're almost there. We turn onto a side street, but it's blocked off, guarded by two men in uniforms. Are those soldiers? Shit, they better be, otherwise their personal style is whack. <laughs> Hello, boys. Afternoon, ma'am. Sir, drive right through. Thanks. Thank you. Why do they have guns? Don't worry. We have them, too. I hate guns. Me too. But aren't you, like, a soldier? I've seen too much of what they do. Still, sometimes they're necessary. We finally stop in front of a grey house. More vans are parked on the street. Alright, here we are. Nice neighborhood. And I'm a Yankee fan, so it pains me to compliment Boston. What? I don't want to be this low to my team. Okay. That house. It looks familiar. Hmm? Good. Oh my god. The front door, right? There's a reason you recognize it. Yeah. The blue door from the parallax. I spent hours, days, staring at it online. And now here it is. In front of me. Professor Usman, right? This this is his house. Correct. Dr. Usman helped us design the parallax. Then two days ago, he was killed. Come on, let's go. We walk inside the house. We're not alone. About 12 people in the house, some in normal clothes, some with surgical masks, some in full yellow hazmat suits, like they're about to walk into a nuclear reactor or something. What's going on here? It's pretty obvious, I think. What? Dr. Usman and our friends here at, at the Arrow team, they're working for the military. The puzzle was designed to see if anyone could hack the nuclear coats. A test, and we proved that there are weaknesses. And now they need our help fixing the problem, am I right? Not even close. Oh. This way. We walk up the stairs and make it up to the second floor. Coming through. More people up here. Thank you. Some in yellow hazmat suits, lining the hall. It's down here at the end. Here we are. Dr. Usman's bedroom. Are, are we going inside? Not yet. Gotta prepare first. Prepare how? Ken reaches into his vest pocket and removes two brown paperbacks. The kind you see on a plane. Vomit bags. Here. Take one. For what? In case you get sick. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yes. What the hell is in that room? We're still figuring that out. But uh, I will say this. Behind this door is something highly disturbing. So please take the back. Fine. 
You too, Benny. Mm, no thanks. I I'm good. Suit yourself. After you guys. Ladies first. I yeah, right. You walk into Dr. Usman's bedroom. There's a tarp over a body on the floor. Is that him under there? Ken walks up to the body. Oh my god. Oh, give me the bag, give me the bottle bag, give me the bag. It's not just that there's a dead body on the floor. It's what the body looks like. Dr. Usman has been torn apart. There are claw marks all over him, as if he was killed by a wild animal. What happened to him? No, 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 no. 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 Don't touch the body. I wasn't gonna... The first EMTs who touched the body became ill. They're sick. They're dead. His body has toxins inside. We're not sure what they are. Just don't touch them. Got it? And you, I tried to warn you. You could have been more specific. Betty, pull it together. Okay, okay, okay. Yoga breaths. Okay, home. Um, okay, kids, turn around and face the wall, please. What? Both of you, please, turn around and face the wall. Uh, okay. Ken, hit the lights. Oh, shit. When the lights are off, the whole room changes. The walls are covered with bright green symbols glowing in the dark. Dots, dashes, numbers and letters. And parallax. It kind of looks like the glow stars I used to put on my ceiling, but in 3D. So, so you found him like this, all torn up with glowing symbols on the walls. Exactly. He's not the only one. What? He's not the only dead scientist. These murders have been happening for a couple years now. So far, there's been a dozen victims. A dozen? Yes, yeah, scientists from all over the world. Mexico, Canada, Australia, all of them discovered just like this. Slashed to pieces, strange symbols on the walls. And anyone who touches the bodies gets sick. Why did you bring us here? We need your help. Both of you. Dr. Usman was working with us. He understood the basic structure of the symbols, but not their meaning. He designed the parallax as a test, a calling card. You recruited us? Yes. We needed a code breaker. <clears throat> Sorry, two code breakers. You want us to solve the murders? A dozen dead scientists. <laughs> that's, that's what she's saying. Please, examine the symbols. Tell us what you see. Right now? Yes. <laughs> wow. No pressure, huh? Take your time. We'll stay right here. Uh, Can we do this? I... I don't know. We can try. We get closer to the walls. I have never seen anything like this. Nobody has. Can we touch the walls? Yeah, that should be safe. We sh should be. Yes. 
Ah. We touch the walls, running our fingers over the symbols. Do, do you see anything? Not yet. Do you? <laughs> Hell no. If you stare at something long enough, you'll start to see patterns. The hard part is figuring out which ones are just your brain trying to sort things out, and which ones are really there. Can you see squares? Yeah, yeah, like a chessboard. You play chess too. Do I play? I'm a two-time New York State champ. Good for you. Now look here. These are letters. If you isolate the block pattern, it puts them in a sequence. Wait, which ones? Over here. Look. P P. going, Sabrina, if, if you can. F-E-C it, it says perfect. You okay? Oh, shit. You don't hear that? Hear what? What do you hear? Oh. Oh. She's fainted. Yeah, 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 N- no shit. Sabrina. Sabrina, wake up. Is she okay? Sabrina. 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 Sabrina, can you hear me? Sabrina. Oh. Oh, shit. Sabrina, please oh, wake up. Sh- uh, uh, Sabrina. Uh, Not now, Benny. Behind you! What in the... Oh, shit. Dr. Usman, why, why, why is he shaking like that? Is, is, is he alive? No. That's impossible. There must be something inside the body or... Dr. Usman! Dr. Usman, can you hear us? I'm gonna take a closer look. No. No, stay back. We need backup in here, now! What's going on? Sabrina! She's awake! Ever woken up from a dead faint to see a reanimated corpse? No. Well, I have. Oh, my God. Dr. Usman? Ken, stay back. I just want to... speaking through him. What's happening? Is it over? Is he dead? Perfect storm. He said perfect storm.
The Cipher, Episode 3, The Music of Chance, featuring Anya Chalotra and Chance Podomo, is created and written by Brett Nietzschean, with additional writing by me, Janina Mathewson. Editing and sound design is by Steve Bond, with music by Bembrick and Mark Henry Phillips. The Cipher is produced by Emma Hearn and executive produced and directed by John Scott Dryden. It is a Goldhawk production for BBC Sounds. For more details, including a full cast list, go to the BBC Sounds website. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.